1: Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports now with Ken Sterling. It's Friday, August 27, 2021. We're brought to you by the Hoosier Hardwood Festival going on right now at the Marion County Fairgrounds tonight until 8. As soon as I finish this, my wife and I are getting in the car. We're bombing it over to the Marion County Fairgrounds. We're going to find some cool stuff all made out of wood. We're tired of buying furniture made out of like particle board and stuff. We're going to buy some stuff made out of wood at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. They got a lumberjack show. They got lumberjack camps. They've got chainsaw carving artists and an auction of their wares. You got festival fun, meaning live music and a spirits and beer garden. Fantastic. Lots of wood based arts and crafts. Tonight until 8. Saturday, tomorrow morning, 9 until 8. And then on Sunday from 9 until 3. I can't wait to get over there. Join me, will you? Say hello. I'd appreciate it. I like meeting people. It's fun. All right, let's talk about sports. I want to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. they got a game tonight at 7, so it's right around the corner. They're already on the field preparing for this game. Let's talk about seven things that you can look for tonight to make the game a little bit more entertaining than it would be otherwise because, frankly, who cares who wins, right? Colts and the Lions in the preseason. It's the third game, the last game. It doesn't make any difference. We want real football, and that's coming on September 12th. But prior to that, what we get is this game. And the reason that this game is kind of cool is it's like a football version of American Idol. There are jobs on the line tonight. On Tuesday, the Colts and every other NFL team, they got to trim their roster from the current 80 down to 53. They, they put people through waivers, right? If they clear waivers, you can sign them back on the practice squad. But if they're claimed, you don't get to do that. And that's kind of the thing with this group of Colts. Because finally, I think Chris Ballard has built this roster to the point where the guys who are cut by the Colts after tonight's game on Tuesday, they're going to be coveted by other teams. And so you're not going to be able to, you know, stash a guy in the practice squad and hope he develops during his rookie year and then can pay dividends for you on the field as a sophomore in that second year. So tonight is really, really important. You're going to have guys cut who will make the roster elsewhere, what battles should we watch and what, what battles frankly shouldn't we watch and that's what we're going to talk about first number seven is a quarterback battle it just doesn't matter now that Carson Wentz has practiced and practiced really really well and bounced back from practice to be able to practice, practice the next day I don't really care whether Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger wind up being the backup quarterback it just doesn't matter like Bill Murray and meatballs it just doesn't matter What matters is that Carson Wentz is healthy for 17 games. If he is, this could be a really good team because that defense is going to be Stout and Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack are going to be a two-headed monster in the backfield that's going to be tremendous. And then you add Naheem Hines to that mix as a playmaker coming out of the backfield, catching balls. This is going to be a dynamic offense if everybody's healthy. Carson Wentz has got to be one of those guys because Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger right now are not capable of leading this team to wins in the regular season. In the preseason, sure. In the regular season, there is no chance that with two and a half minutes left on the clock and 80 yards to go in a tie game, that Eason or Ellinger are going to put the Colts into position to win that game. It's just not feasible at this point. That doesn't mean that it's not common for either Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger. It's just that at this moment, It's not possible. So it really doesn't matter who winds up being the backup quarterback unless your last name is Eason or Ellinger. Number six, Jordan Wilkins needs a really good night because there is going to be, like I said, there will be a player whose name we really recognize and a guy who we know who's going to get cut next Tuesday, and it could be Jordan Wilkins. And this is the question you've got to ask if you're Chris Ballard and Frank Reich, and the question that they will ask and answer for themselves is, okay, if we keep this guy over that guy, is this guy going to be the difference in a game? Are we going to be able to win a game because Jordan Wilkins is on our roster, or are we going to lose a game because he's not on our roster? That's the question they're going to ask, and Jordan Wilkins has got to put up a night tonight where he shows that he can be trusted to go get yards in a pinch if necessary. Like if if Marlon Mack gets hurt again like he did last year, can you put him in third and two and get a first down? Can you put him in second and seven, hit him out of the backfield and move the chains? Can he be that guy? He needs to show the Colts that he can be that guy. If not, he could get cut. Keeping four running backs, that's a hell of a luxury, and a luxury that the Colts might not be able to afford because is Eric Fisher going to open the season on the IR list? Is Quentin Nelson going to be IR'd? I don't think Quentin Nelson. I don't think there's a chance in the world he's IR'd. How about Dio Odangbo? Is he going to be IR'd? If guys are IR'd, it opens up a roster spot for somebody like Jordan Wilkins. If they're not IR'd and if they're not able to play, you got to be really, really cautious with the number of guys you keep and at what position. Jordan Wilkins might be a luxury that the Colts can't afford if they're going to IR some guys. How about Rock versus uh, Yassine versus Isaiah Rogers? I'm not sold on Rocky Yassine. I thought he played really, really well against the Vikings, though as well as Rocky Yassine has ever played. That's how well he played in Minneapolis. Isaiah Rogers is a guy who makes plays on the football. He's a guy who can go, like, get a pick six, like he didn't practice this week. That's Isaiah Rogers. He's also a return threat. He's also fast enough to bite, go after the ball where he thinks the ball is going to be, and then backpedal, recover, and get to where he can play good defense. He's that fast. Rock is seen, not terribly fast. What was he, a four-five-one forty 140 guy at the combine? So what Rock does is if he bites on a fake, he's got to grab a handful of jersey. we saw that a lot last year, and his rookie season. We know he was a high school wrestler. If you can tell me how a high school wrestler— is uh, how that skill set transforms him into a must-have cornerback in the NFL. I'll buy you a stake. All right. Rocky scene versus Isaiah Rogers is going to be really, really interesting tonight. Both guys are going to make the ro- roster, by the way. But who's going to play more? Then you look at the wide receiver position. All right. And I looked at Stephen Holder. He writes for the Athletic. He used to write for the Indianapolis Star. He's got his 53-man roster out. And he's got Michael Strahan and Ashton Doolin as wide receivers that the Colts are going to keep. And then Des Patman is cut from the 53-man roster. I don't know. I think if I had to pick one of those guys to make a catch in the corner of the end zone to win a game for me, I think I'd pick Desmond Patman. Patman is 6'4". It's not like he's 5'11". He's not Marvin Harrison, right? Now, you got Strawn, who's 6'5". But between the two, Desmond... And Strawn, those guys, they're very, very similar as a wide receiver. Do you trust Patman more, or do you trust Strawn more? And if you keep dueling, you're doing it for his special teams work. Can't you get that from somebody else? Like Ray. all right? Can't you get it from him, a defensive back? You've got a lot of special team studs. George Odom, he's back. So as you look at these guys... As you compare and contrast Ashton Dulin and Michael Strahan and Des Patman, look, one of those guys is going to be the fifth wide receiver. I don't know that the Colts should carry a sixth wide receiver on that roster given where they are with their offensive and defensive lines. We know that Chris Ballard builds this thing from the inside out, right? He wants inside guys. Are you going to cut a guy like Ben Or Are you going to uh, cut a guy like uh, Ashton Dulin? That kind of winds up being a bit of the decision-making process that these guys have got to go through beginning tonight and ending on Tuesday. All right, then number uh, number three, got to look at the D-line depth. The Lions aren't going to play starters. So if they've got backup offensive linemen, right, playing from the jump tonight, from the kickoff, guys like Tyquan Lewis and Ben Banigou, and hopefully Kamoko Terre plays at some point, maybe tonight, maybe not. Hopefully those guys can get to the quarterback because they're going to play meaningful snaps come a week from or two weeks from Sunday. Right? On September twelfth, they're gonna play meaningful snaps at the D line. And playing against backup offensive linemen for the Lions, you ought to be able to beat them like a rented mule and get to the quarterback. So we'll see what happens tonight. But I think if the Colts win this game, like it matters at all, the Colts, I think they're two-point favorites, uh, for those of you insane enough. You know what? As a memorial to Robin Miller tonight, an inveterate gambler, if there ever was one, put a couple of shekels (laughs) on the Lions-Colts game tonight. Man, because Robin Miller is like the only guy I've ever known who who would bet a game like that. So anyway uh you know, as we remember the work that Robin Miller did in informing us and inflaming our passion for Indianapolis sports, maybe put a couple of shekels on the game tonight. At any rate, the game may turn on the play of the Colts defensive line. And then, uh, how about this for number two? Is Julian Davenport gonna play? Because if Julian Davenport plays, that means, I think, that they believe, the Colts believe, Eric Fisher could be back for the opener. We know he's on the COVID list, but what we're really concerned about is the strengthening of the leg where he had his Achilles tendon repaired. Tore it in the AFC Championship game while playing for the Chiefs, right? If Julian Davenport sits, you figure that the Colts know that at least in week one and probably week two, Eric Fisher is not going to be available and Julian Davenport has become your starting left tackle. And number one, uh, watch your punt coverage. Always watch your punt coverage. You want to know who a team's going to keep? This was told me by a longtime NFL coach who I absolutely trust. Watch punt coverage because coaches are not going to waste reps on, on in punt coverage on guys who aren't going to make the team. I'm headed over to the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. Join me, for the love of God. Spend some money over there. Drink some beers. Have a great time. I'll see you at the Marion County Fairgrounds in just a few minutes, and then I'll be back there again on Sunday. Can't wait to get over there and see what's going on. See, like Ron Swanson, this is, you get to exercise your inner Ron Swanson. I just can't wait to get over there. And then bright and early, well, bright and early, before dusk at 7 o'clock, we got the Colts and the Lions. We'll talk to you after the game, assuming there's something to talk about. We'll join you. You'll join me. We'll all talk together, and we'll see how the Colts did and what we think about what their performance meant for the regular season. We'll do that a little bit later tonight.
0: Step into the world
1: of power,
0: loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com